All right, good evening, everyone. Hope you're all doing well. Today we're learning Masechus Kiddushin. Daf Zion. We are at the very at the very bottom line. Thank you, cheerleader. We're at the very bottom line of Vavamud Bays. And we are in the midst of discussing variations on the theme of getting engaged. Now, up until this point, up until this new sigya, we've been discussing um, possibilities that are more normative, where a woman receives something one way or the other. We don't know who says, that we discussed yesterday. But here we break from the theme a little bit, and we begin to see something that's a little bit even for our own comfort level. And says the Gemara Omar Rava, very bottom line of Avamid Beis, if a woman says, give money to Shimon, and I'll be married to you, it's incredible. She, this is not, because the money doesn't transfer the way that we expected it to. It's only going to an arev. Just like a guarantor, he gets no money that's his to keep. Still, he's obligated himself. It's like a co-signer on a loan. So, this woman as well, even though she did not get any money toward her because the kiddushin was not given to her, it was given to a third party. That counts. Case number two says, What's this case? Let's look at Rashi on the third line. He is the Shaliyah, and he's Makadesh with his own stuff, but they're Makadesh another person. Here they're married because of the precedent and halacha from the world of Eved Kanani. Eved Kanani, even though no money really had anything to do with him. He didn't give any money. He didn't get any money. He's the Eved. Still, he was Kani Nafshe. Hai Gavra, this particular person, Nami. Afal Gavda, Loka Chaser, Vlamidi, Kokani, La, Lahai Itza. He'll be married as well to this person, even though the money wasn't directly between him and her. That was case number two. And case number three, on Zayin Amadal of 10 lines down, Tain Manalaploni Va'akadesh. Give money to that person, and I will get married to that person. Here, says the Gemara, we need to employ both levels of precedent, both the din of Arev, and as well, the din of Eved Kanani. How does this work? Here, the Arev never gets to keep anything on his own, yet we see there's a level of Shibut. Says the Gemara, how can this case even be comparable? An Arev is really not comparable because Arev is at least the one who's going to make a Kenyan is losing money. But But here, this is happening without the guy losing any money. And therefore, the Gemara says, you're right. And therefore, we can't only learn from Arev. We must also learn from Ebed Kanani. And says the Gemara in Zayin Madalaf, a third of the way down, so we therefore learn from our Gemara that in this case of uh, where a man says mana where a woman says that that is both because of Arev and because of Eved Kanani. Says the Gemara still, how can you compare? In regards to the case of the Ebed Knani, Makni Kokani, the Kenyan is taking place. But she's the one making the Kenyan on her own. There's nobody else making a Kenyan for her. 
So it says the Gemara, here to Arev Yochiach. This is typically where we would see the language of v'chazar hadin. That's really would have been, I don't know why it's not here. I, I don't, I didn't look, but I would assume the Mephorshim discussed that because this is a typical case scenario where we're saying that we're learning a halacha from two different areas of halacha because we have certain aspects that we can learn from one and certain aspects that we can learn from the other. And the Gemara says, So these are the three cases of Rava. We have the case where a, a woman says to a man, give money to another man and I will be married to you. So give money to Shimon and I'll be married to you, Ruvain. We had case number two of Helach Manav, he's Kachi Laploni. I'm giving you money. A man says to the woman, I'm giving you money, but you're going to marry somebody else. In case number three, I'm going to marry the, you, you give money to Shimon and I'll marry Shimon, where even though between the Kala and the Chasen, no money transpired directly, no money transacted, they're still married. And then in the middle of the page, Boy Rava, Rava asks a question. Rava says, In a case, Rava asks where a person says, here's a hundred and I will get married to you. Mahu, What is the din? So this, the Gemara says, If this is true, and just buckle up a little bit, it's just a little bit of a hard Gemara. Oh, you're right. Thank you. Let's go back a bit. Uh, two third, uh, one third of the way down. Boy, Rava. Rava says, in a case of halachmana ve'akadesh anilach, halachmana, here's a hundred, and I'm going to get married to you. They're married. So it says the Gemara, how can they be married? Thank you, Michael. Amar le Ravashi lemar zutra. Amar le Ravashi lemar zutra. Wait one second. This is a problem. Halfway down, because im kain, havale nechasim she'yesh lehem achrayis, niknin, now, this is all code word for uh, when we talk about that's a reference to karka. And when we are talking about marriage, we consider people to be like karka. And typically speaking, when one is kona karka, they're also kona metaltalin on the side. But in this case, it seems to be the reversed. It's niknim im im it's backwards because the money is not moving in the right direction. We learned that it should be the opposite. So the Gemara says, how does this case ever work in the first place? The Gemara responds, She wasn't saying to him, I want to get married swallowed in with the metaltalin, with the karkash, here we're talking about her proposing or getting engaged to a very hush of person. And listen to this, because this is a very important halachic caveat to the world of Kiddushan. We're eight, six lines before the wide lines. And the Gemara says, that which he's willing to receive a matana from her, gamra that alone is worthwhile to her, and they're married just based on the fact that he's willing to accept a matana from her. That's fascinating. Why does that even work? And the Gemara says, This is true by money also. We need all of these comments of Rava. Why is that? Because of the following. If we only had learned these halachos in regards to Kiddushin, Four lines before the wide lines. A woman is willing to get married with a small amount of money, even a shava pruta that's considered acceptable to her. 
Kinder Reish Lakish, as Reish Lakish teaches, and this is a, a very important halachic principle that comes up in Shas. We've learned it before, and we'll learn it again. It says over here that we learned it in Ksuvos and Yevamos. We're going to learn it again here and later in this Masechta. And it says on the side again in Baba Kama that Reish Lakish has a principle. To Amar Reish Lakish, Tav Lemesav Tandu Milemesav Armalu. A woman would prefer to sit with the two of them. She'd prefer to be married than to not be married at all. So a woman is willing to get married even with a Shavapruta, even with a very small amount of expense. Aval Mamona, but when it comes to Mamonas, maybe that's not the case. Maybe we don't have such low standards in regards to a sale. Aim alone, and therefore, maybe we would not uh, know that case, and therefore it had to say, that the same halach was supplied by Mamon. If we only would have had the case of mamonon by money, mishum di is Cases of money can be can be machul. Cases of money can be uh, uh, can be undone. They can be removed, and therefore, uh, it's not comparable. Of al but by kedushin, once you're married, there is no mechila, and therefore, says the Gemara, tzricha. We needed to teach both cases. Now the Gemara is going to break down into some smaller cases about partial types of kedushin. Omar Rava, he's kachi li He says, I want you to marry half of me. A man says this to a woman. So the din is mikudeshes that they are married. Chatiyech mikudeshes li. If a man says to a woman that half of you is married to me, ain't a mikudeshes. And the Gemara says, why is that the case? If a man says, marry half of me, they're married. If a man says to a woman, I want to marry half of you, so then that's they are not married. And says the Gemara, Amar le Abaye le Rava. Abaye says, Rava, I don't understand your din. What was the reason why we said that if a man says to a woman, I only want to marry half of you, because you're not allowed to marry half of a woman, you can only marry a whole woman. So we have a Pasuk in Chumash that says Ish. And therefore, Ish. So why did Rava distinguish between the cases that are listed on the first of the long lines of his and the case of Chetziach Mekudeshes, where in the first they're married, where he says, marry half of me, versus the second case where he says to her, I'd like to marry half of you. It's so a good a good line of thinking, but that's not what the Gemara says because a woman is not an Eved, and usually that's in a case where you have two owners, where there's Chatsi Eved, Chatsi Ben Choron. That doesn't apply here, but the Gemara gives a different answer. Amar Lei says the Gemara, Hachi Hashta, how can you even compare the case of the woman and the case of the man? Let's remember our, our question here. A man says, I, I'd like you to marry half of me, versus he says, I want to marry half of you. So says the Gemara, Awesome. Over there, it's a lebetre lochazia. A woman is not allowed to marry two men. Ela gavra milochazi lebetre. A man can marry two women. That's mutter. That's happened thousands and thousands of times in history, not only in Jewish culture, but but even in Jewish culture. That's mutter. Medina, that's mutter. No problem at all. Maybe bad for politics, but it's technically mutter. So says the Gemara. Therefore, you can't compare. This is really what he's saying to her when he says that you can marry half of me. If I say to a woman, you can marry half of me, if I want to marry another woman, I'm allowed. But you're not allowed to do that. That's why we distinguish between a man saying you can marry half of me versus a man saying to a woman, I'd like to only marry half of you. Because the implications are, can you marry another person? A woman cannot marry another man, but a man can marry another woman. 
Why is it that in the case of we should have assumed that once he said to her love that I want to be married to half of you, then maybe we should have said that once he's married to 50% of her, he's married to 100% of her. And where do we learn this from? Milotanya, don't we have a brisa in Maseches Chulen and elsewhere that speaks about the the, the following case? Haomer ragla shelzu ola that this leg of this animal is an ola. So what's the din? Tehekula ola, beautiful comparison. A little bit not nice to compare, you know, the, the okay. animal to relax, Michael. Relax. I can see your feelings. I got it. Uh, it's Mikudeshes. It's actually where the language of Hektish comes from. So halachically speaking, it's not too bad. So what? Yeah, that's what the Gemara says. What is that? Dav Kimmel. It's right in the beginning of the Masech. Right. It's Muktash. The Gemara says it. No? The Gemara says that that's what it's on Dav Beis and Beis. That the reason why we said it is because the Asar La Akule Alma Kehektish on the fourth line of Bezim and Bez. Anyways, you're right. And over here, we're making this comparison. The Gemara says, well, if you say about the animal of an Ola that you're Makudash, Makudash, I'm being Makdash you, then the whole animal is Hektish. Maybe we should say by an Isha. When a man says that I'm only marrying half of you, then really he's marrying all of her, just like the case of Hektish. And even according to the other Shita, that really, no, even the leg is not enough, but at least he holds, that's only true when it's a part of the body that isn't a life or death part of the body, a part of a leg, whatever the case may be. Let's say that a person is makdish, uh, a primary organ of the animal, the brain, right? Something that's kind of necessary to get things done. So then in those cases, have you cool So therefore the Gemara is trying to compare and say that when a man says to a woman that I want to marry half of you, and we said, why is that? Maybe when we say half of a woman, it's no different than saying ragla shel ola, and it's really kula ola. And even according to the other shita, maybe it's similar to taking the brain or the heart and being makdish that, then the whole animal's an ola. So says the Gemara, me dummy, you can't compare the case of the Isha where a husband says, I want to marry half of you, and the case of an Ola where someone says, I want to be Makdish the Regal. Why not? Hasam Behema. Over there, we're talking about a Behema. And Hacha Das Acheres. Over here, we're talking about another person's Das, which is not the same thing, just uh, the cases are not close enough. Says the Gemara, Halodamya Elalaha. Really, our case of the woman where a man says to a woman, I want to marry half of you, is actually only comparable to the following case. Let's say that a man owns, that uh, that an animal is owned by two shutfin, and he's maktish half of it. And then, so let's say Reuben and Shimon own an animal, and I am maktish my half of the animal. And then I buy the animal off of you, and I'm maktish the next half of the animal. In aggregate, I was maktish the whole thing, but in chunks. I did my 50%, then I bought it off of you. Then I was maktish my 50%. So the Gemara says, Kedusha, it does have sanctity, but ve'ena kreva, but it should not be brought as a korban. Rashi says, the reason why it's not ena kreva, why it can't be brought as a korban on the second line from the bottom of Rashi, because when you've only been maktish 50%, it's insufficient. 
You should go get money and then bring another korban with the money of that animal. But anyways, this is all a side din. And if in fact you were to make a tmura and trade out this animal that was muktash in two halves, first half was done by Ruvain originally, and then Ruvain bought the second half from Shimon and Ruvain was muktash. That's similar to this case. And every tmura will be just like it, that it cannot be kare, but instead you should sell it, take the money, and then bring a proper korban. And says the Gemara, this case is more comparable to our case. And that's why if you are only Makdish, if you're only Makadish and Isha, Isha, an Isha Bechetzia, with only half of her, she's Eina Mekudashas. And says the Gemara, it's really a bit of an aside, but Shmami Notalas. We learn from this idea three different things. Top of Zion and Bez will be heading to the top line of Chesim Aleph, and then we'll stop there for tonight. That if there are animals uh, that uh, get pushed off, then they are pushed off. Rashi says on the top of the page, that once an animal gets pushed away from the Mizbech for a, a valid reason, we're no longer going to accept that animal. And because in the case that was presented at the bottom of the page is the comparison to a husband telling a wife, I only want to marry half of you, because in that case, Reuven was Makdish only 50% of his animal, and only later was he Makdish another 50%, because it wasn't Ro'i Likarev when it was 50% Muktash, it will never be Ro'i Likarev, and that's what the Gemara means, the Bali Chaim Nirchen. we have another din as well, that its initial dichui being pushed off is valid. Rashi, third line, like we saw from Rashi on the bottom of the page, that it was fundamentally missing something. Um, and not only that, we've also learned that even with the tmura, even if you take another animal and you transfer the status onto that animal, we're going to carry on the dichui even onto the transfer of that particular animal. The following questions seem to not really have much of an answer. Boy, Rava, if a man says to a woman, I want to marry you with half of a pruta, the first half of you, and the second half of you, I want to marry with another half of a pruta. Mahu, how do we look at that? Do we say, Zayinam at base, four lines down, since he said, I'm only giving you a half a pruta, therefore the whole thing is shot because... A woman never gets married with pachos mishava pruta. Oduma, perhaps mona v'holech, we tally each half and say half plus half is whole. Anim tim salom ramona v'holechu. And even if you want to say that we do aggregate the two parts of his commitment, half of a pruta plus half of a pruta, even if you want to say that, so then, what if a man says, I'd like to give you, uh, to marry half of you for a pruta, and then another half of you for a pruta. Do we say, Do we say that she is not mikudeshes because you only said you're going to marry her, marry half of her with a pruta, and the half is a problem? Anything in the same day aggregates, and therefore 50% here, 50% there, half of you this morning for a pruta, half of you later in the day for a pruta. We don't know the answer to that either. And a quarter of the way down, and if you want to say that we aggregate the measures that the husband uh, says about his wife, do we say, I'm going to marry half of you today with a pruta and half of you tomorrow with a pruta. Do we say that because the second 
half of the woman is only tallied after the 24-hour mark. She's tallied up tomorrow. <clears throat> so then the marriage is a zero. <inaudible> Perhaps he's saying, <inaudible> My Kiddushin starts now. I have a very lengthy proposal. It takes 24 hours. <inaudible> and similarly, says the Gemara, a third of the way down, <inaudible> the language of, I want to marry both halves of you with a pruta. Do we say, Because he said it in one breath, therefore they're considered married. Or you can never use the language of chati in regards to an isha, because a woman cannot be married in halves. To all of these questions we say, teku. And that brings us to the two dots toward the middle of the page, boy rava. This whole thing is all rava. Says the Gemara, Different but similar to steal the language of the Gemara from the other day. Your two daughters, my two sons, here's a pruta. When you're making one kedushin for multiple people, do you need two prutas or do you need one pruta? Mahu, do we say basar no sinu mekabel ozlinon? Do we say the fathers are talking, children, you don't matter. And when the fathers talk, as long as at least one pruta trans, transacts between the two, can marry off 10 kids at one time, doesn't matter. Oh, Dilma, Basar, D2, it's about after the children, the couple that's getting married, Oslina and Bahaleka. It's a great question. I never would have thought of this question, though. I would have thought it's for sure based on the couple. But now that the Gemara is framing it out, that what? No, but the, no, the Gemara is asking on that word. What, what strata are we looking at? Are we looking at the fathers talking? But how does Nisha get these Kadeshas with her father? That, Pasha, that was my thinking also. But yeah, no, I, exactly. I felt the same way. I felt the same way. And here the Gemara is at least entertaining the idea and concluding with a teku that would, if a man marries off two daughters uh, to another man's two sons, which is mutter, no problem. That's fine. People do that. But nisht Pasha, that, that the get, that the, that the Kiddushan is going to work with just one pruta. Next, boy Rav Papa, bitcha uparascha bepruta. I'd like to marry your daughter and acquire your cow for one pruta. Mahu, mi amrinan that really what he means to say is bitcha bechasi pruta, uparascha bechasi pruta, and therefore there is no marriage, that the one pruta is split over the wife and over the cow. O Dilma, perhaps no, pashut not. Basar bitcha bepruta, uparascha bemeshicha. I want to marry your daughter with the pruta, which means the marriage is good. And I'm not paying you for your cow. I'm just going to do mashicha on the cow. So we don't know the answer to that teku. And the Gemara says two-thirds of the way down by Ravashi. Similarly, bitcha vikarka acha bipruta. I want to marry your daughter and take your karka for one pruta. Mao. Do we say bitcha bechatsi pruta vikarka acha bechatsi pruta? Do we say that I really, my intention was when I said I want to buy these two things with one coin is to split the coin in half? Odilma, bitcha bepruta vikarka acha bechazaka. No, I really want to marry your daughter properly with a pruta. And I don't want to pay for your land. I want you to give it to me. Teku, we don't know. A little bit of a story, and we'll close with this story as we get to the top of the page. Gavra, there was a man, he got engaged to a woman with a silk something, a silk uh, shawl, something. We don't need to assess the cost of the shawl. 
Rav Yosef Omar Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef says we need to bring it to the uh, to the insurance adjuster, whatever their policy is. They have to look and see and value and determine what's the fiber count, whatever they have to determine. If he said to her that I want to I want to marry you at the minimal amount, which is a shavapruta, so then kule alma lo if what the husband said to her is, I plan to marry you with a Shava Pruta, and then he gave her something way more expensive than a Shava Pruta, there's nothing to talk about. That's what happens with our rings. The ring, Nobody takes out a scale and measures the white gold. It's Pashat. It's way beyond the Shava Pruta. And either Amarla, Hamshin, Velo Shavu Hamshin, and if the husband had said, I want to marry you with 50, and we're not sure if the silk garment is 50, Hello, Shavu, then maybe, okay, then that's a problem. Taka, of course, you're going to have to go check that out. Keep ligi to Amar Hamshin Vishavu Hamshin. If he says that it, that I want to marry you with 50, and then he goes to the store and he buys a shawl, a silk shawl for $50, and he says, This is where we have our machlokes. We already, you told me, you showed me a receipt, it's $50, conversation short. No woman can be an expert in the exact cost of an item. My uh, my brother, Olive Shalom, had a watch, a Patek Philippe watch. What? Patek Philippe, these are like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right? He got a knockoff for a couple hundred bucks. And I was looking at, I couldn't tell because I don't know what I'm talking about until I looked at one of the dials and I saw that the dial was pushed wound backwards. The seconds were literally going counterclockwise, like actually, I'm like, as a knockoff, you know? Okay, otherwise I would have no clue. I'm not a Bucky Badavar. I read Mikudeshly, but I don't know. I don't know. So what he's saying over here, what Yosef is saying is that no one's a Bucky. He said, you need to get married with a $50 shawl. I don't know how much the shawl is. We have to get it assessed. The Gemara says that we can't just uh, rely on her. She doesn't know. Not that we don't trust her. She just doesn't have the knowledge. And Ika de Amre, some say it's a little bit different. Really, the machlokas was really the machlokas of whether or not we need to do a shuma to assess the cost of the item is even if they agreed to a minimum amount. Rav Yosef Amar, Shvei Kesef, Harehu Kesef. And Rav Yosef argues that the reason why we need to do shuma is because Shvei Kesef is like money. Ma Kesef de Kaitz. Shvei Kesef, Nami de Kaitz. It needs to have a fixed amount. We need to know what's going on. We need to know what's going on. And that's why Rav Yosef would hold that we need a Shuma, even in a case of a Koldehu, because we have to know what we're talking about. It has to be Shvei Kesef. We'll stop right here. I think I'm going to give Shir tomorrow morning, but I will let you know. And if not tomorrow morning, then I will give tomorrow night. But I'll let you know shortly after I look at the daf. Wishing you all a beautiful night.